Okay, welcome to episode 49 of the Never Iron Anything Comics Review Podcast, a weekly pod where I invite comics-loving guests on and we pick apart a comic, a series, or a creator. This week we return to the birthplace of George Galloway, Brian Cox, and Fanny Wright, who I don't know who that is. Yes, it's Dundee, and I have with me Tom Stewart and Dave Robertson from That Comic Smell. Hello, guys. Yay! Hey! <laughs> oh! George Galloway. Oh my God, I never knew that. No, no, did I actually? Yeah. Oh, I liked God. it when he was a cat. <laughs> you remember that, Dave, don't you? Him and Rula Lenska. Certainly do, yes. <laughs> we, uh, how you guys, it... anyway? You good? Good, Tony. Good. Yeah, good. Good, all good. All good here. Yeah. So, um, we've got a few bit, little extras after we talk about the comic we're going to talk about, because we're going we're gonna, to recommend a couple of Halloween books, and we're also going to talk about your future project. You're not only your podcast, you're a fucking empire now, so we're going to talk about that <laughs> in a bit. Um, but firstly, I, I think it was you, Tom, wasn't it, who chose this? Did you want to tell us what book we're going to talk about? Uh, yeah, we are going to talk about the latest instalment from the wonderful Derf Back Derf, and that is Kent State, Four Dead in Ohio. Yes. Now... We have somewhat of a history around this. Um, in fact, it's you, uh, Mr. Stewart, who turned me on to this creator. I, I was aware of him. I, you know, I'd seen him about, but I hadn't really dived deeply into what he did. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. And after we did My Friend Dharma, we, you and I talked about it. Um, I then got Kent State. Obviously, as soon as it came out, I got it. And we got a good reaction to the Dharma episode, actually. A lot of people bought it, especially Dan, Dan Vanguard. He loved yeah, he that did. book. Yeah. yeah, he really did. Really yeah. quite taken with it. Um and then I reviewed Kent State on the podcast, and during the review, I think, um, on Awesome Comics, uh, Vince messaged Durf to see if he wanted to come on the show. And he said yes. So if you go back in the Awesome Co- Comics podcast, I think three episodes ago, if you're listening to this on release, you'll hear Durf talking about the book itself and a variety of other stuff, and um, quite an interesting guy. Um, yeah. So I've got you to thank, Mr. Stewart. There you go. Oh, yeah. there we go. Thank you for that, Tony. That's pretty good, man. <laughs> and it's... Uh, I think what we're going to do, we're going to we're going to adopt a slightly different and and I probably won't do as many boob jokes and jokes in this episode. I've got to be honest with you, <laughs> but uh, we're going to we're going to adopt a slightly different attitude because this has been I've reviewed recommended it and I've also um, interviewed the creator and I know we've talked about it. So we're going to we're going to talk a bit about the history of it. We're going to talk about how we felt about it, but then we're going to choose a few pages and we're going to pick them apart from a yeah. craft point of view, which I think is going to be really interesting, especially from you two guys. For those who don't know about it, um, Kent State is a notorious incident in American history, now 50 years old, so it's May the 4th, 1970. Four people were shot and a further nine people were injured by the, um, the National Guard at Kent State University in Ohio. A tragedy happened during an otherwise peaceful demonstration um, that was opposing the Vietnam War and its expansion into Cambodia. 67 rounds were fired over a, over a period of 13 seconds. Incredible, really. Um Four people lost their lives. Alison, Beth, Krauss, Jeffrey, Glenn Miller, Sandra Lee, Schur, and William Knox Schroeder, uh, who were, in order, 19 years old, 20 years old, 20 years old, and 19 years old. Um, Richard Nixon at the time was the president, um, the notorious Nixon, the only man who could go to China, apparently, according to Spock. Um, <laughs> and uh, this book is an interesting piece of history. It's a, it's a long book. Um, I think it's how many pages? It's uh, 251 yeah. pages, black and white, yeah. um, with 20 more annotated pages, and it um, it describes in specific but interesting detail the run up to the event 
and the um, event itself and a very short amount of aftermath i don't think there was a huge amount there guys was there yeah mm, no yeah no there wasn't it was it was mainly just a lot of um a lot of them kind of leaving the area and then being sort of pushed on i was gonna say evacuated but it's not it's it's yeah. pushed on more than evacuated but that's that's it really that's that's the the yeah. wrap-up and yet and yet things there's loads more that could have been said but i think he he did himself a service there actually cutting it where it was yeah really does i mean from a sort of personal point of view i was made aware of it i think through maybe some old i mean i'm the same almost the same age as this event so i wouldn't won't remember it happening but i think i was made aware of it through the crosby stills nash and young song ohio i think that's where i first heard about it and then i sort uh. of investigated it beyond that and there's a lot of very famous images of the troops coming over the sort of the brow of the hill in the university and stuff like that and there's there is new there is footage news footage of it happening but dave let's start with you dave where did, where did you first hear about it i've i've seen little bits about it on you know these kind of pop culture history shows yeah. where you'll get five minutes on this and then five minutes on that yeah. so my knowledge of it was very basic you know i'd seen the famous photos and things and you knew it was a part of the student uprisings and what have you but i mean my understanding of it was uh, practically nil yeah i think for me in my head it was mixed up with a lot of the events of what what was the end of the flower power age wasn't it there was hippie protests were quite a thing that we used to see on the news in the uk from suburban you know where i was living in suburban london uh this sort of hippie area of america and there was a lot going on and i kind of i, I think I, I mixed it all up in my own head i didn't really realize I mean, the interesting thing about the three of us is we've got a range of years actually we're a range of ages um, yeah so what about you tom as the youngest where did you first hear about this i i'd never actually heard about it to oh, be really? honest wow, uh, okay. this, uh, this was totally fresh to me um my history isn't great, to be honest. Um, so I, 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 American history is out the window completely. Right. Um, so I hadn't actually heard about it. So to be, to be honest, reading through it, um, it almost seemed like things that I had seen in my lifetime as well. Um, and I kind of then looked at it and thought, well, they haven't really learnt much from this, have they? No. To be fair, yeah. Um, which was shocking. Um, but no, there was totally fresh eyes and a fresh story to me. Um, That's really interesting, see, man, you know, Because you've got. I hadn't even seen any photographs or anything either. Right. Okay. Because you're you're seeing it through the lens of what's happening on the streets of the world now, and especially the streets of England and America, or Britain yeah. and America, aren't you? Yeah. Which is a really interesting, and I don't, I'm sure there was there was no design involved in this. A really interesting time to release a book like this now jesus yeah 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 um it's a book about history and it's a book about um research you the, the research jumps off the page dave as someone who's um done a comic examining a historical event you've done a comic about the tay bridge haven't you or in the process yeah. of doing one how do you, do you approach it differently dude do you think do you is it do you feel a weight of responsibility on you when you go and do this sort of thing yeah well you you feel a responsibility to try and get it right yeah you know, you don't want to be saying stuff and uh, somebody else comes along and says, actually, that's wrong. There weren't eight, you know, there were nine. Yeah. Uh, so on that, that basic level, yeah, you have to check stuff like that. But, you know, in a way, that does... That any any story that you do where you, where you might be thinking about what you think about something from years ago, you go, oh, yeah, I'll do a thing about that. You do have to then go and check that you were actually right. Yeah. Unless you, unless you're deliberately doing a story where it's about your flawed recollections. 
which yeah. is a, which is a different thing again. Yeah, the easy option is making it personal, isn't it? I think sometimes because the, but even when you're doing a, a fiction from a period, well, I wrote a, a book set in the seventies in London, and I spent days trying to figure out what roads are in existence, what police uniforms, what cars are about, you know. Were there actually kebab shops in the old Kent Road with something? I'd sort of spent ages thinking, were there? I don't know. 1902, <laughs> you know. So that I can only imagine that the amount of, I mean, and we talked to him about it, the amount of work that went into this book is just incredible. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you find it, Tom? Did you, because I know you were very keen to get your hands on it, weren't you? It was something we talked about during the Dharma episode. Um, yeah, I was. I was. Um, I'd been kind of. I'd been kind of tentatively. Wait, I kind of tentatively wait for any sort of dearth thing that comes up. To be honest, yeah. just a, a new image in general. And actually, speaking of which, you were saying that I'd kind of put you onto. It's incidental that David was the person that put me onto. Oh, nice. There. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd been kind of tentatively waiting on it and not knowing what to expect. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm really surprised. I mean, there is elements of this book that very much appears in his previous titles, Dahmer and Trashed and, and, and whatnot, and especially a lot of the kind of informational parts, um, your sort of block pages with single images and then a lot of writing, there's a lot of that in, in Trashed and whatnot yeah, as well. There is, isn't there, yeah. Yeah, and um, but this kind of takes it to a whole new level. There's something about this book that just seems... I don't know, there's just something about it that he's kind of almost he's moved to a whole new section entirely i think yeah. I, personally i just I, I see it as like okay here's all the other books of death and now there's this it just seems everything about it yeah. seems bigger in in scale in uh, the amount of research like everything the story that's being told it just all seems bigger it all seems more more impo- more important almost yeah i mean if i if i didn't know his work before I realised he was bringing out this book, I would have been slightly cynical. I think I would have thought a, an indie creator, an underground creator, has taken the turn and is now doing highfalutin graphic novels. And right. I felt the same about Bag as a little bit as well, Dave, when we talked about his biographies. He was doing feminist biographies. Um, yeah. But this, there's a there's a, an earnestness and there's an honesty I think about it that just I don't know. I just I just I, I'm completely blown away by by the the heart that's gone into it, i think sometimes which is a hard thing to do when you you're talking about a big big cast of people aren't you yeah 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 it's um i was i was quite taken aback as well that even in even in the likes of dharma there were still glimmers of people having fun and people um you know even in their day-to-day life there was just certain images and stuff you could maybe even giggle at but in this none of that you know it was it was very serious very heavy yeah um i did i was waiting i was waiting for the kind of that little bit where somebody was going to pull a face or something and i'd be like oh god look at look at how he's rendered that yeah. person but but no it was you know he really had a point to make with this by the, by the looks of things he really had to tell the story you yeah. know i mean for those that don't know durf's work they they haven't seen it I can only imagine what they're thinking now about trying to imagine in their minds what the art looks like, because yeah. it's not—it's not straight art, is it, Dave? It's very um, exaggerated, very underground, very cartoony, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, it's hard to think what a regular person would think of any of this stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, but, but I was thinking um, that they might think it's sort of slightly drier, um, you know, so, very realistic drawings and stuff, which it's not at all, is it? It's, there's, a, there's a real... I mean, he, he quotes yeah, Spain ca- Rodriguez. It's cartooning, yeah. yeah. It is cartooning. And uh, we'll love it all the more for that, because he's still yeah. got his personality in it. Yeah, I think it's a much better book for that. I agree completely, man, yeah. I think if we didn't have that personality and we didn't have that... There's an edge to his work, isn't there? There's um, almost a dangerousness to his strangeness. If it was all photorealism, it wouldn't be as uh, as good, you, you know. No, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah. Um, how did you guys go about reading it? I think, Dave, you told me that you spent a couple of days reading it. Is that right? Or did you read it in sections? Yeah, I I, uh, I read it over a couple of days, kind of dipping into it um, on lunch breaks or, or whatever. And Because yeah. uh, it's quite yeah, the size. It's quite a... It's a huge. It's a brick of a book, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been in terms of Derf's output over the years. Everything's getting bigger every time. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first the first one was like an issue. The the first well, the first version of my friend Dama. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then the trust was a, a bigger format comic and. Well, you, you know how it's gone. Everyone's got bigger until this thing's a, a massive tome. Yeah, it's quite a thing, isn't it? The amount of ink that must have been bought to draw this. You know, it's like... Yeah. 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 What about you, Tom? Did you read it in one go, or did you take it to take your time on it? Or I um, I actually read the first part and didn't think I was in the right headspace to take right. it in. Because um, okay. I, I, I was kind of taken back by... He sort of used the informational pages right off the bat and went, no, I'm going to come back to this. And uh, then read it over a, a sort of an evening into a morning. I uh, read the whole thing. Um, right. I just I just went back to the pages that I'd read and started again. Okay. And, um, yeah, read it read it a couple of hours in the evening. Woke up the next morning and had my sort of morning coffee and sat down and finished it. Right. Um, I thought that was a I thought that was an easier way of digesting it. To be honest, I don't know if you could really. There's an awful lot of writing and there's an awful lot of information, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, it's a lot to take in. You really have to digest it. I think it it, it definitely warrants a second reading as well, um, especially with that back matter. Yeah, My God. Yeah, I've enjoyed dipping back into it since we said we'd do this. Yeah, I yeah. I bought it in. Um, I was in uh, Bristol meeting Vince and Dan, and I bought it in the comic shop there, and I read. I started it over a coffee. Um, then I, when I got back from our meal, I sat in the hotel room and read, you know, another 30, 40 pages. And then I read, I stopped at the services. It played on my mind quite a lot, actually, on the way back. And I thought, I just, I need to read this. So I knew I'd get no time at home. I'd get no, um, somebody within my missus would be in my ear bothering me. So I thought, <laughs> right, I'm going to stop at the services and, and have a bit of me time and read it there, which I did. And I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Um, it's like, like we said, it's, it's very interesting because of the, the, although it's 50 years old, it feels very contemporary, doesn't it? Um, yeah, very much so. Do you do you understand? I mean, jump, jumping a little bit ahead, but do you do you understand that the people in it? Because there's no the, he doesn't take sides, does he? He doesn't really no. take sides. Everyone is is has a you know no one's perfect in this book. He tells everybody's story. Yeah, that's the that's the main point. He does. It's not a case of. I, I don't think it's, this is a case of these are the baddies and these are the goodies. He he tells you the information and lets you know the conversations and lets you know what happened. He doesn't say explicitly, like, now this evil, maniacal person did this or this yeah. good-hearted person. Did... No, he says, even when he does actually say, 
a sort of positive remark about one of the one of the person one of the people who were shot dead. He says uh, people described him as yeah. so he even he's even quoting back to other f- folks uh, testimonies on these people. You know, he's he's not yeah. saying explicitly this this was how this person was. He's letting you know the facts of what it was and and letting you come to your own conclusions of it. Um, which is something that's very much lost, I think, in a lot of things like this. Oh, mate, completely. There's no uh, Twitter politics, as I like to call it now, on there, is there? There's yeah. no simplistic six-former politics on display. This is uh, yeah. um, a, a, a human deep dive into what these people were about. And um, yeah. there's numerous sides. There's not only the protesters, there's different sections of protesters, there's the people, the townspeople, there's the police, there's the army, there's um, local politicians, there's all sorts of things going on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which give it that feel. Do you um did, did did you manage to track everyone as it went through, Dave? Did you was that okay? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I did. I did think reading this one that the characters. Uh, I'm thinking back to when I was first getting into Dev. Right. I like these characters and I like the humorous bits. Yeah. And then when he got into doing the the bigger ver- uh, version of Trust. I remember very specifically reading Trust and then it got to the first page and it was telling you about the history of uh, how they got rid of rubbish and what happened. <laughs> and, yeah. I do, and, I, and I do remember thinking, all oh, right, he's going he's gonna to be bulking up the book from what right. it was before with loads of information and research. And I remember noticing that and uh, I, thought, I thought it flowed fine in Trust. And this one, he's done it again even more and to me, it's even overtaken a bit from a story about the characters and right. getting to know the characters to the same extent as the earlier works. So it's not that I think it's a failing of the book, it's a, but it's a change from yeah. uh, what I was used to with him. I mean, it's a, it's a big day. jump from Dharma, isn't it? Dharma is a case study of one or two or three people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is a case study of you know many, many more people. Yeah. It's very different, isn't it? But it's 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 completely different. Well, it, it's totally different situations, and it's almost like he's letting you know that in a way. He's he's kind of letting you know that this is this this is a situation of a not just these few people. This you know this is a, a whole development of an entire campus and in in turn an entire town. Yeah. And he has to keep letting you know that. You know, the, okay, we're we're focusing on this person right now, but you know, there's there's hundreds of other people involved in this situation. There's things that could have been done here. There's things that could have been said here, but we'll have to keep in mind that it's not just a one-way track. Yeah, that's going on here. It's not just one one person's opinion or thoughts. This is this is about an entire situation. Yeah. This yeah. is clearly not a Hollywood five act three act structure nonsense, no. is it? It's a the life is more complicated than that sort of crap, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the only bit I found um, unusual, and I asked him about it when we interviewed him, is the uh, the insert at the start where he puts himself into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about that? Is that something that worked for you guys, or? Um, well, Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I, I thought it was okay. It was it was just like a little bit at the start. Like a prologue, wasn't it? Wasn't to, it almost. To, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like uh, him having a little connection to what was to come, and then. Uh, and then that was kind of the end of that idea. I mean, it's not like he was in it all the way through or at the end or anything. Yeah, it was I... just at the beginning. So I thought 
was okay. It was kind of okay. So on then. Yeah, it was a little bit. I found it, and speaking to him, he told us that was the idea of a public his publisher. Um, ah, okay. And his yeah. publisher wanted to give it um, an epilogue as well. And mm. I don't mind. I don't think I mind it too much. But I did think if I didn't perhaps know that was what he was doing and didn't immediately see that, I don't know whether I would have quite understood it. I don't know. I think it it maybe gives you the the emotional footing going forward for how he's maybe involved somehow like in 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 telling in telling the story possibly i think that's about it really um it really just gave you that footing of like well this is where he was at the time and it's just kind of stayed with him ever since and yeah like that was about it you know there there was nothing else to it which it almost becomes redundant at that point but at the same point, it did give you the shocking thing of maybe seeing a completely innocent party's look from his mum and him in the car at all these soldiers sort of lined yeah. up at the sides. Um, there's maybe that added extra And I suppose after Dharma, there was an expectation maybe that he would be part of the story. I don't know. Um, Quite possibly, maybe. to be fair. I think that's yeah. maybe more on his, his sort of publisher's Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's just a small it. thing. I just thought I'd ask. I asked him about it and... Um, I think he would have done with it. He would have done without it. I don't think he was particularly overly taken with it, but it's a nice moment. And uh, the one thing that does that, like you say, Tom really strikes me is the, the it starts on three, a, a one page splash and a, a double page splash of soldiers with bayoneted guns. And that really works that as a, as yeah. a intro couple of pages that really worked for me. Um, mm-hmm. And it just brings you, I know it's a slightly different situation. It's like a union, isn't it? Or something, I think. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it works good. Okay, so um, we're going to dive in and talk a bit about the pages we, we like now. Um, and then we, well, I've got a few questions for you towards the end. But I think, unless one of you guys has got one, my first page is, well, my only my main page is page 15. Am I the first one chronologically? Uh, you're ahead of me. Oh, really? yeah, okay. Okay, Dave. Do, do you want to go first, just, then, mate? No, I'm saying you're ahead of me. You're, you're oh, right, ahead. okay, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you're you're just three pages ahead of me as well so Ah, okay right good so my page is page 15 and um i'm only i I chose this one because it stuck with me after i read it um uh, i'd stopped in a cafe nero in bristol to read it and uh, this is one of the pages i found really really strange and it's um it's uh how many so it's four five six six panels a flat horizontal panel at the top with a slightly faux idyllic scene of the campus um, you've got like a squirrel looking at the camera and you've got um, a tree-lined alleyway or path to what must be one of the teaching blocks. But what Durf cleverly does is he sticks on one of the... It's either a tree or a lamppost. Why is ROTC still standing? And that's um, sort of training corps, like a royal, like a military training corps, isn't it? ROTC? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he throws in a little image of um, of the problem. So it's a it's a portent of what's going to happen and then the bit that i really liked is the bit with the so there's a man there taking pictures he's got um an slr camera a sort of youngish man he's taking pictures and you get click click in one panel no words click click in a second panel and then the third panel a sort of man with a crap mustache and a pair of 70 sunglasses and a haircut <laughs> is standing behind him saying why are you taking photographs of the protest and there was a sort of small university campus protest going on and the dude, Terry Norman, age 21 is, and the dude is because he gives him a little name t- name check on it. He's, he's um, I'm a yearbook photographer. 
and immediately he's caught out and the guy goes strange because I work for the yearbook and I've never seen you before so I'll ask again who were the photos for and it's a really creepy moment isn't it it could be straight out of a, a thriller or a horror movie that to me yeah um, I just I just find it I found it really striking of that because the infiltration of university campuses was something that was talked about at the time by the fuzz or whoever you know the man or whatever they're going to call them in the, the the hippie protests at the time and True. the world had changed so significantly from people who'd been to the second world war to people who were discovering free love and lysergic acid that people were afraid of the changes and there was a big paranoia built up on both sides i think of people yeah. infiltrating the protest movement and people wondering what's what the hell is going on on these hippie campuses um it's a it's a, something a little bit of a chilling page for me and he turns into something more doesn't he terry norman as we go along yeah um yeah there's actually there's he he becomes almost a, a large proponent of what happens and and the, the discussion afterwards as well yeah yeah um which is interesting considering he's just that we sort of weedy dude with a, a camera at the yeah. start. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay, who's next? Is that you, Tom? Yeah, um, I actually I couldn't settle mainly on one specific page, so I went for eighteen and nineteen. Okay, um, but just because of what they both kind of show. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. 18. Oppo- opposing, yeah. opposing to yeah, opposing to each other, but there's the the informational page of just two two panels one slightly smaller than the other um quite large panels uh one showing a sort of rock and roll 70s guy playing guitar with a microphone in front of him yeah. tilting his head back and all the notes going in the air and he's really feeling the music just straight down into the bottom right hand corner with a, a really sort of frumpy typical american couple with a wee white picket fence house and whatnot yeah um and it's just it's basically letting you know everything that's going on within that time where the students were what was happening what the kind of music scene was and and what the this campus was known for and yeah uh, what musicians sort of came up out of there and he mentions devo in there which kind of took me as well and <laughs> the pretenders yeah, yeah yeah um but it's just kind of letting you letting you know like what what kind of people came from is it Akron or Akron? Uh, Akron. Akron, I reckon. Yeah, Akron. I think it's Akron. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously it tells you, um, you know, this rapid metamorphosis produces a town versus gown dynamic. Now that's weird. Critical mass because not everyone knows, but as you guys know, I I started working at a university at the start of this year, and um, uh-huh. that's a phrase I had heard used before I saw it in this book. Oh, really? So it's still used, yeah. And it was in relation to the pubs the kids were going into. Ah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Right, okay. Cool. Um I th- it's, it's a, a, a phrase that's spanned obviously yeah. more 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 than uh, the 30 or 40 years We're anyway. Happening so at Cardiff University. I'd like to point out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, it's just you know all that all that going on, all that information on that side and and letting you know the kind of untrusting nature of what's going on and then just this simple um, five panel page on the other side of um, a girl lying in a guy's lap talking about what they were reading and and her saying, you know, I'm I'm kind of losing interest in fiction. It just seems really frivolous. But you're <laughs> right, it's a beautiful day. And they're just chilling out in the park. And even, you know, she's walking home and, and whatnot as well. And it just, 
it's that whole thing of like even though all this stuff is going on all this information is happening it's clearly happening within that time and this is everything that was going on there is still very quiet serene moments of just people everyday life yeah yeah Yeah. and and what was going to happen literally days from then um it's just and you get the squirrel back the squirrel's there the squirrel's like it's it's it's, it shows that this is a um a a country campus you know with trees but it also shows that um there's a little squirrel and he's watching he knows what's going on to me that that little squirrel there He's the one who was looking at the camera a second ago. But that I find it quite haunting, that moment of her working. And talk about, you know, a five-panel page. There's a lot of work went on in that final panel, isn't there? Yeah. You know, that's yeah, a beautiful yeah. panel. To talk about... That's what he does so well. It, those buildings and everything's like Dharma. They, they seem cartoony but real. There's a there's a mixture of both there, isn't there? Yeah. They really they really put you in place. Yeah. They, really, they really put you in the scene and, and, and put you in the moment, 100%. I mean the, the the little, just the tiny tiny little line details of the little bits of shading or the little crack in the in the pavement. slabs yeah. in the in the pavement. It just really puts you in the setting and, and puts you in, in that sort of country suburbia area. Yeah, um, and that car on the right is far too long to be a real car, yeah. <laughs> but it just fits, yeah. just works, doesn't it? You know, yeah. But it was that whole bit as well of. of or sort of saying, I don't know, I used to love Hess, but I'm I'm just losing interest in fiction. It seems so frivolous. And I, it's just very much of that that line, that sort of panel in itself is very much of this time as well. And yeah. and I would say, you know, who who just now hasn't thought at least of one point, like, God, it, it just fiction just seems really frivolous at the yeah. moment with everything that's going on. You know what I mean? But isn't okay, that... we're now... We're now using it as an escape, but yeah, isn't that Durf? Isn't that Durf talking to us as well? Do you think? Because he probably he's done. Oh, he doesn't hasn't done a huge amount. You know, he has done a lot of reportage and you know documentary stuff. But is this is this is not frivolous? You know, this is not you know larking about and you know punk bands and it's actually it's actually so close to the start as well that it really is. It's almost like the setup pages letting you know like this isn't going to be some fairy tales like funny funny haha story yeah. like we're we're going to get serious here you know i think the thing is i said this when i spoke to him is as well is that the whole book because i knew what was going to happen the whole book is a, a dark cloud growing above you where you think it's <laughs> going to come it's coming it's coming oh my god they're burning a place down now it's getting worse it's getting worse there's a crowd gathering they're getting the guns out you know it's, you know it's coming you just feel the the tension don't you as the book the book goes on um, yeah Cool, nice one, Dave. Over to you, babes. <laughs> yeah, well, I um, I chose page one hundred and seventeen. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, yes. Yeah, <clears throat> and this and this shows them in the uh, in the army jeep, yeah. and uh, the the mother and daughter, and uh, and then the uh, soldier points the rifle. At her yeah. for no good reason, really. With the stony face, and she says, "Gasp! Are you pointing your gun at us? Yeah. At my child?" And then it's, uh, "What the hell is wrong with you?" And then as the drive off, jerks. Yeah, it's it's a powerful um, page, isn't it? Really is. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it really stood out. It's a it's a singular moment in the in the entire story. You feel? I mean, we don't know who this uh, who this lady is. Yeah. We don't know anything about her. She's just a person not connected to any of it. So it's showing you that 
these soldiers are getting more paranoid and a bit, uh, maybe a bit power hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they're, uh, they're being allowed to be bullies, aren't they? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then we feel her shock at this, uh, the fact that they would do that, and then. She's also brave enough to be, or or maybe she's just so shocked that she's she's shouting at them in anger. She's not even had time to check and think about it. Yeah. Uh, and the so the they they drive off, uh, you know, no repercussions, no no problem. You know, they just did that. She's got a pair of balls in her, isn't she? Which I'm I'm sure yeah. is made by the fact yeah. that she has a child in front of her to sound, you know. Yeah, but... she's like, uh, this shouldn't be happening, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, I thought, I thought that the, uh, yeah, it just as I as I'm trying to pick one page, that one page tells a story, from start to end, and yeah. it fits into the the wider narrative of the thing. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was very nicely done. That and that's that's a mood you feel. There's a power struggle, isn't there, going on in this book? There's a power struggle between the establishment and the military. And there's a power struggle yeah. between the students, and um, yeah. and it's a constant. There's a siege mentality in their brains, but there's also there's a um, there's a, a a mood between the soldiers, and they're all geeing each other up. They're all getting each other worked up, uh, and, yeah, and the yeah. tension that. So it's, it's it is literally two sides that at different points become more powerful and less powerful, don't they? They they they, they wane and grow appropriately as the story goes on. And funny enough. It's weird, isn't it? We've all chosen pages that are fairly low key from an ounce, mm-hmm. you know, from a quick glance. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I chose an extra one just because it had such a such an effect, and and it, it plays a bit on what the one you've just chosen there, Dave. Is it's page one hundred and seventy three? Um, I was just I was just going to say quickly there yeah, as well. Um, the the page just before the one that Dave picked, one hundred and sixteen, the last panel actually also has the squirrel in it. Oh right, okay. <laughs> I didn't notice that when I was reading it, but it seems no, to be I just a thing now. Yeah, yeah. That that, that panel Sorry. also that panel also has a box with nothing in it. Did ah, there we go. You, got, you got there. You got there just before me. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I thought I must point that out. There's yeah, like a so. caption, and he's decided. All oh, right, I won't write anything in it. Yeah. Right. Very odd. Yeah. Right, I, looked, a... I looked at that for a bit and thinking, no, I better be sure. Is that something on the street? And I thought, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, is it something to do with the fact he's just covered up his badge in the previous panel? Is that? Is oh yeah, that's clever. Oh yeah. Nice one. Very good. Yeah. Ah. Very clever. Yeah. So well done there. the anonymity well done, of the yeah. Um, and the one the, so the one I chose there was one seven three. Uh, if you want to turn to it, and it's um. Now this shows two sides of the same coin. These two men, physically, they're both white men. They're both one's slightly older than the other they both got you know classic 70s moustaches except yeah. one is a sergeant dressed in an army uniform and the other one is a hippie with a headband um yeah. and there's they they can see each other can't they they can see the danger in each other they can see themselves in each other as they as he walks towards and he feels he needs to say something because there's an alpha male thing going on but there's also a, a mirror image there isn't there? it's like a twisted mirror image between them and uh, the hippie guy who's carrying a flag walks towards the soldier who's looking at him with with his body language, his crossed arms, you know, don't speak to me. And he walks past him and he's still watching him. His eyes are still on him and the hippie must be feeling them boring into him. And he says, if I see you waving around that flag at the protest boy, I'm going to make you eat it. And there's two panels of he slowly walks away, he turns around and then he gives him the finger and he says, get too close and I'll ram it up your ass." 
and um, it just it just solidifies the power struggle that's going on on the campus without too many words, isn't it? It's just very clever. Yeah. Um, and I just love the way. Oh, this is a weird thing to say, but I, I love the way that Durf draws army helmets. They just they're so distinctive, aren't they? They're not Sergeant Rock, but there's just you you can see the the hard nut image you know with that helmet on who would want to wear that helmet all the time on a university <laughs> campus as well you know it's it's strange you always meant you always manages to get that lip in just quite yeah, nicely it's nice, just with it? a simple line it's it's nice yeah, yeah yeah it really is um talk a little bit about the actual the you know the sad events that happened did you um and we and we talked a bit about it uh, the, the motion that he can capture and the the brutality of that very short mo like moment in time um did you find it quite affecting, or did you were you expecting it, or was it something you thought oh, I'm going to read quickly through this, or how did you feel about it? Um, well, I was expecting it, yeah, because um, you knew it was coming, yeah. But um, I thought he made a good decision to go through each of the casualties and go in detail what the injuries were. Yeah, he's. Uh, I thought that was. That was a good decision. It allowed you to know what happened to each of them. And, you know, it wasn't your standard got shot, fell down, ow, you know, yeah. dead. Yeah. Um, you know, each bullet affects people differently. It was more realistic. Yeah, it's an interesting use of time and motion, isn't it? Because yeah. a lot of stuff in this book happens in I feel like it's happening in real time people walk down the street, people go in each other's houses and this sort of thing, people mm -hmm. have meetings but in this, he really manages to slow everything down uh, you know, yeah. you get you spend a whole page of a man just falling um, yeah. Yeah. just incredibly strong and the use of blood is such so bleak oh, and he shows the blood flowing off someone Yeah, just breaks your heart, doesn't it? You know, he's um... I think he's done a good job of, uh, you know, we 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 just noted how, how how he can get so hyper detailed and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he does a good job of, and in, in these pages, a lot of the backgrounds and stuff are very minimal minimalized. Yeah. There's just a lot of, you know, just grass and then white, um, or pavement and white, or a car and white, and it's you know he's yeah. he's really getting across the point of like. There was just this. This we'll have to really focus on what was going on and who was getting affected by all of this. Who was getting caught in the crossfire and and yeah. all this kind. Of, he's really focused. He's really pulling your eye and letting you know what was happening and taking you away from any of the other shit that was going on in the back. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter about the buildings or anything at that point. People were being shot. People were being killed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you really hitting it home? Did you find his art style changed? It was a, I find it a bit cleaner in this book somehow. I don't know why. I just yes, yeah. I, I definitely think it was a lot cleaner in this. Um, I, I did a comparison between um, Dahmer and this, just kind of looking, and it, it does. It just it, everything looks a lot smoother. Um, I think he's just been a bit more calculated and taken a lot more time over it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he obviously spends a lot of time on his on his work anyway, um, especially with all the detail and everything. But yeah. it just seems like there's been an extra care taken in it. There's been an extra care taken in it, full stop, storytelling and art, you know. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? He, he gave a little tip out when he, we interviewed him. He was saying, I think Dan asked him how you keep on model 
for a book that takes so long to draw you know mm-hmm. because your your style all our style drifts doesn't it as we you must find that dave you'll be drawing somebody you know one page and by the time you hit to page 20 they look they're beginning to look a bit different you know Oh yeah, I'm all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what he does is he he jumps about between pages. So he might yeah. do page twenty, then he'll do page forty, and then he might jump back to page two, and he does that. And it's an interesting way of. He says it just keeps him in line. It keeps him in on model, which is an interesting thing. Right. Good. Um, I thought the after immediately after the shooting. Yeah. I thought I thought the way it then goes back to the soldiers and they're stood there going, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah, they're as they're as shocked as anybody, even though they were shooting. Yeah, I mean it shows the so madness that, of crowds happens on both sides yeah, of this, doesn't it? Yeah. They were overtaken. Yeah. Um, and doesn't one of them say something like, "Oh, thank God, I was able to keep my head and not start firing or something." Yeah. That so rings everyone a bell. was firing and one of them doesn't, and he's saying, "Oh." I'm sure I can't find it, but I'm, sh- I'm sure somebody said that. Yeah, that rings a bell. I, I haven't got it in front of me. But yeah. yeah, and yeah. I thought, well, one of them didn't do it. One of them oh. kept themselves in check. Is it when they're? Is it when they're all marching back? Uh, page two hundred forty-six, maybe. Okay. Um, there is somebody that says, "Screw this! I'm going conscientious objective." Oh yeah, thank God I had the brains to hold my fire. It's the yeah. bottom middle panel. Oh yeah. That's, in, yeah, that's interesting. One of them stood there and didn't join in. Yeah, and Just... then the the other one re- replies back to him, an officer grabbed my rifle. If he hadn't, I would have emptied my clip. Yeah. yeah. Now that's that's the officer from page one, isn't it? Is that right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Looks like him, doesn't it? Yeah. The guy that's sleep deprived and getting more and more pissed off as it goes on. So that's the that's the guy from the other scene, which Durf drives through to me. He's, yeah, he's the guy uh, with glasses. Very much on page one, page one of the book, and the him. To me, they seem very do. similar. We do get introduced to him at some point. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. Yeah. Um, well, whether well, not by name, he's certainly visually. There's certainly a visual motif there of that is the character that Durf saw. To that yeah. is the character who couldn't stop himself firing. You know. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then we get the rain. He does some great rain, Durf, doesn't he? The rain and the blood washing away and stuff. And there's a, there's that wordless panel of it going down the drain. It's uh, very, very strongly done. Um, spoilers, by the way, for people who haven't read it. But, yeah, <laughs> learn your history. I've noticed yeah. more than ever with this book, more than um, Dahmer, uh, he's digital colouring with the tones and things. Okay. Maybe because it's... Um, I mean, like with the water, um, the, the blood being... Rushed, uh, sent away down the drain. Yeah, you can see that he sat and done it. Yeah, um, digital, and you know I know from experience you sit and your book can be finished, and then you think, right, am I gonna commit to putting tones on this? You know, you're adding months to. <laughs> yeah, it's already done, and you're so. I mean, his work on this, I think, is better than ever from that point of view yeah i think artistically this is my favorite thing i think i like things for different reasons so trashed has that sort of crazy dirty feel to it but this is cleaner and more concise i think i i think i like this the best but i depends i think it maybe depends what mood i'm in really yeah yeah you know yeah we've got a bit, of, the, bit of mc5 on in the, the background i'm gonna like trash a bit more <laughs> than, you know sort of yeah I think he's he's definitely at the stage now, and I think I, I think he maybe said when he was on uh, Awesome Pod with you guys uh, that he's he's now sort of almost made comics for every mood. 
Um, right. But he was saying that he was going to make another one. His next one would probably be something a bit more lighthearted. So yeah. he's now getting to the stage where he's jumping about. You know. Yeah, he hadn't, and he hasn't decided on his next project. He was saying we were talking about a couple no. of things, but I think as well is he was saying also now that he he's obviously done Dharma, um, which is a movie as well, um, and now he's done this. He says he's always being approached to be like a talking head on TV programs and stuff. And he says he hates yeah. it. He doesn't want to do it. You know, I don't want to talk about my friend from school who turned out to be a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> but he he is now, in my head, he's an expert on Ohio, isn't he? Because the research he did, he spent four years. I think he spent over a year just researching. Yeah. Incredible. But, yeah. but then he's also... what what Something that I think we tend to forget with him um, is that he's a... He would study to be a journalist, you know. Yes. Yep. So he's he's gonna have that. He's gonna have that innate nature to do that anyway. He'll have something to to research every little thing that he probably goes into. You know, it's just it's ingrained in him if that's what he he studied and what he does. You know. Yeah. And there's not many subjects apart from this. I mean, I'm sure the shooting of JFK or something like that, where there's a few other there's that people will literally kick your ass if you get him wrong. Yeah. You know you'll. You'll just get constant emails these days. You'll get phone calls in on radio shows. You'll get, you know, your your book will be thrown out and not, you know, if there's if there's a hint of the fact it's wrong in any way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. So did it succeed for you guys? Is it something? Where do you put it? Where do you put it in your your rankings, Dave? What do you out of his his books? Which one? Where would you put it? Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, like you said, for different reasons, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe I enjoyed the other ones more. Okay. But I, I, I maybe respect what he's tried to do in this one yeah. a lot as well. So, um, as I said, I did I did miss the, the fun and the and the characterisation in this one, but that's not what he was going for. Yeah, yeah. And I'm aware of that. So I, I think I would just happily put it alongside these other ones as it's another great book from Derf. you know i've yeah. liked all these books yeah me too I know th- thanks to you guys but he's um it's it's you're right and i can see why trust was more fun and there's a couple of web comics on his site that i was reading last week i really enjoyed um one's about a sort of bouncer at a nightclub who knows the ramones and it's really really fun but yeah this is um also from a point of view of shelf porn this is a great bit of shelf porn isn't it it's yeah. a lovely book, and for those that haven't seen it, it's got a dust jacket. But if you pull the dust jacket off, there's an image of the one of the crowd scenes from the in, insides printed on the the actual hardback itself. So it's sort of sort of double bagged, isn't it? It's uh, yeah. it's got a sort of wrap around look to it. Yeah, no, it's a really impressive book. Like um, I I really like the way that the format is really professional and impressive, and it's got all these Photoshop tones and all that on it. Yeah, but on it still is Dev's lettering of the sound effects. Uh, okay. Smash, yeah. patch, yeah. crash. And it's so obviously hand done. It's beautiful, man. Yeah, and they really take they really take effect towards the end, don't they? Fucking hell. Yeah. 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 The um the other thing I like particularly about it being a tight arse, it's it's only um how much was it? Seventeen ninety nine. Yeah. From a from a man who was um between us, Dave, on a little private chat we were having, was having a little bit of a rant about comics earlier. Um, one of my main rants is the fact that they fucking cost too much. But this could this is criminally underpriced to me. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was surprised at how cheap it was for the size and and the content and everything. Yeah. I was I was really surprised at how much it was. Um, it was just it was fairly affordable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you if if if. If you were in the market to actually just go and get 
you know, a new comic and something that was actually substantial and would do you a wee while, then you'd, yeah. you'd be... A historical document. I've got, got a feeling with Nobrow, we do, we do some some histories. We've done one on Darwin and a couple of other people and Marx mm-hmm. and all these sort of people. And they sell well for us because they stay on the shelf longer. Um, yeah. They get more investment from libraries stuff like that and this and they become a, an evergreen book so they're sort of sneakily some of our best sellers and i think this will mm-hmm. do well man i think that i know he's already talking second and third prints it's sold out of yeah. booksellers and stuff or, or distributors then it's um i think this is a book that will be about for a few years and i gotta tell you i said it to him i think this is a book that's going to win some awards the next the next round of awards that come up and rightly so yeah. you know yeah i'm, I'm with you on that yeah yeah, I think so. If you know, it doesn't, I, if it doesn't, I'll be surprised. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Can I just go back to can, babes. Tony? You you asked me what I made of research and all that, and is there a responsibility? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I think when I answered that, I, I said something about getting the details as correct as possible yeah. and that kind of thing. But I think something that wasn't on my mind doing the Tay Bridge was just that people died. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, people died, and 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 the the families and descendants of those people are, are you know still. So that's another responsibility that yeah was in my mind. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, completely. And 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 I think um, Durf met people who had been shot, didn't he? I think he said that. Yeah, I think you can feel that he is thinking along those lines as well. I mean, you can't. Yeah. 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 Agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Nice one, guys. Good chat. Look at that. Look at us all highbrow and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Can do it every now and then. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. <laughs> right. We're going to move on to some Halloween books, and we're going to talk a bit about your future projects in a second. But before that, we've got an advert. So if, uh, we'll change tack a little bit. Um, so we've got a new sponsor this week. Why bother reading well-researched political opinions or watching the actual politicians being interviewed when you can get all your politics and history from the comic book writers and artists on Twitter? Yes, you too can cut to the crux of a complicated political and economic matters by just changing your Twitter name to something like War is Rubbish or Hang All Liberals. Twitter, doing the hard work so you don't have to. It's a little Twitter advert. Twitter are back with us. Well pleased about that. There's a comic publisher that I saw today getting involved in a never-ending <laughs> argument about wearing face masks or something and this just went backwards and forwards you know and i i just muted them <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a bit See, of that, i'm really su- i'm really surprised i thought you were going to say the guardian but you know that was <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. i'm really surprised yeah. that that was uh the shadow was minister Twitter. for yeah yeah for face masks yeah. but it wasn't it was uh, good though yeah, yeah i think that's a really worthy worthy job for somebody who's making comics good <laughs> I did. I did I, you, you and I talked about this, Dave, about a year ago. You said you'd gone onto Twitter and it said, "Oh, do you like comics? Why not click on this?" And you get to, you get to read a load of stuff about comics, and it was all about yeah. movies. Do you remember you told me that? So I think you, it's quite well, you, and that's what Twitter was like. And there was this thing about why not? I, I did the other day. And I, I fell for it again. I don't know why I did it. It said, "Why not? Um, what, you're into comics artists. Why not follow these comics artists?" So I clicked on it, and um, it was just a load of comics artists talking about politics. And I thought, well, I'm glad I clicked on that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Good. So Halloween is just around the corner, guys. Um. So I thought we we might be a bit of fun for you to recommend. Just a quick recommend, nothing too deep. Just a quick recommend of a book you think would be good for a Halloween read. Dave, do you want to go first? Yeah. 
I I would like to recommend Monster Fun Annual nineteen eighty two. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it has stories such as Martha's Monster Makeup, <laughs> Kid Kong, oh, great. The Ghost Train, Frankie Stein, of course. Love it. Frankie Stein. Yeah. Yeah. Who drew Frankie? Frankie who, done, who drew that? It was um Oh God, now we are asking. Oh, I've got his I book. can't remember. Yeah, I've got his book here. I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Like really de- like weirdness, wasn't it? It's just strange. But it seemed to stick in our oh, yeah. minds, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget gums. <laughs> <laughs> the shark and its teeth was always falling out. <laughs> gums was in one of those recent ones, isn't it? When they did it like a buster or something, didn't they? They did a Oh yeah. They did a recent one. They did like a you know, they, is it rebellion or is it or doing these specials aren't they yeah they do that don't they and it's new stories with the old characters yeah yeah they did a gums cool nice one good shout man nice what about you tom um believe it or not i'm gonna suggest once again that everybody go and read my friend Dahmer. okay cool um i know it's not explicitly anything to do with halloween or explicitly horror per se but it's every time i think about sort of horror comics in any way shape or form it's the only one who that actually gave me genuine nightmares and made me imagine jeffrey dahmer standing at the end of my bed so you know 100 percent. you want a genuinely creepy to be freaked out this halloween comic go read my friend dahmer from cover to cover i tell you (laughs) yeah and you'll be standing Two in the morning, looking at the edge of your bed, going, "Oh my God, there's a creepy guy with glasses at the edge of my bed." <laughs> don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, definitely. Nice it's, one. Uh, that's a solid recommend. Good man. I've um, I received a hardback today of a book that I really enjoyed from I think the eighties. I'm going to recommend Night Force, the original series by Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan. The complete collection. It's a nice little hardback. It's not too expensive. I can't remember how much it was. Um, no, it doesn't say because it's American. In the in so this is what it says on the back. In the oldest part of Washington D.C., there sits a vast old mansion with a back door that opens to a small ordinary garden. But not always. There are times when the garden simply isn't there, and the door instead leads to an 18th century into 18th century Paris or feudal England or a 1930s carnival. Inside the house lives a reclusive, seemingly ageless aristocrat, Baron Winters. He sits out of sight inside his mansion alongside his pet leopard pulling the strings to bring together a hand-picked team of extraordinary individuals down on down on his luck tabloid journalist Jack Gold, parapsychology researcher Donovan Kane, and Van, Vanessa Van Helsing, granddaughter of Dracula's greatest foe. Known as the Night Force, this group, of, this group fights evil wherever and whenever Baron Winter sell, sends them. So this is the original 14-issue series of Night Force. Just nice. fucking awesome. Colin <laughs> is genius. Did I mean he did Tomb of Dracula? Does you know, which is the epitome for me of seventies horror in comics. And uh, yeah. yeah, you must have read this, Dave. You must have seen this one. Eh? Yeah, uh, Night Force. There's some wacky stuff going on in the library in, uh, in Night Force. There's I some remember. very strange designs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad that uh, the world is sort of reappraising Colin and re- realizing how great he was. There's a post on the. Um, awesome comics chat today about him, him uh, a lot of people were chatting about him and I just really like his stuff I just find it as a kid I used to go oh fucking hell not another Gene Colan's not filling in on Avengers again is he fuck's sake but now I sort of warm to him and I really dig it so yeah it's a good one good stuff thanks guys so there's three books um, right so that comic smell was a podcast now it's a, a business empire um, <laughs> reaching out um, you've got um 
you two is obviously is the CEOs, but you've got Sadaka. He's kind of like the dirty tricks lawyer, isn't he? That's how I see him. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's so what's the anthology? So let's. What can you tease about? Give us a few um, release dates and how you're going to do it and what's the plans. What, so what's going on with that? Oh, now you're asking well. the big questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I would say that um, we've done everything. Right. And uh, we're, now, we're now in negotiations and working with the printer. Comic Printing UK, uh, I think you're going with, you said earlier. Yeah, it's yeah. UK, Rich. Yeah. Rich Hardyman, and so it's looking good. It's it's looking imminent. I'm hoping it's going to be this year. I think I said that last time, Tony. You did. That's fine. It's still this year. Still here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we've still got time. Yeah. Yep. And I'm I'm pleased with what's in the comic. Uh, are you guys just going to get it out? You're not going to wait to the end of lockdown so you can release it at a convention. You're just going to do it and get it out. Are you or yeah, just get it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just get it out. Yeah. Just get it out. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The um, it's it's a shame you can't do a signing because with a new comic shop in Dundee, you could have you could have maybe got George Galloway down to open it, and Fanny Wright could have been there, and you could have released well, was, your comic. That would have been nice. It was something I actually spoke about briefly. I don't know if I should be saying this really, Dave. Should I be saying this? To be fair. I'll say it and then I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was something that we just kind of briefly this discussed about assigning, and and if it was something that we <clears throat> we could do that could be possible within this kind of time with certain comic shops that may have parameters that could allow for that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it'd be just it'd be fun to do. I mean, I'd be I'd be right up for maybe even going to like say. I don't know, maybe for Planet Glasgow or yeah, something like that. Shout. Just yeah. you know, a wee small small press thing. I know Peter's there. He's a, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's all yeah, and you know, I, I've I've still not seen the new. Uh, no, me Glasgow neither. Shop. I've not been up. I've been up to you guys, but I've not been back to Glasgow since the convention. It hadn't moved at that point. So yeah. Well, we went. We, me and Dave actually went past it one night when we were on our way to uh, a gig in Glasgow. Right. Um, this was ages ago, not long after it opened, but wanted to go to the old shop first to see it one last time. Got there and that was shut. And then by the time we would have got up to the other one, that would have been shut. So that was a complete failure. <laughs> um, so we completely missed it that time. And then we've been in lockdown ever since. So yeah. not really been able to go. I'll tell you what, guys. Um, if you do a comic book launch, I'm coming up. I tell you now, I like coming up there, and I've got relatives. But yeah, I'll definitely come up. So, what are you calling it? I never. I'm not sure what. I've. I don't think you've told me, have you? Uh, yeah. It's uh, that comic smell comic. Ah, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. Yeah. We may have volume one, or well, then... are we we been a bit brave and calling it volume one, or. I've not numbered it. No. Okay. No. No. Um... So there'll be another that comic smell. It'll be that, will it, when you go to number two? Uh, yeah, Maybe. well, we may may get inventive. You never know. May <laughs> may venture forth. Don't want to don't want to give away too much to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you know. It's it's an absolute democracy, and every single move and breath we take is put to the vote. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we'll let you know when we've got a title. Eh? Good. And uh, it really is. Two. It really is, though. Do you know what? It's it's been. Um, yeah. It's been it's been really good actually, um, sort of negotiating that between uh, the the four of us, um, yeah. you know, between Nando and Mike and Dave and myself, and and just kind of saying, oh, who 
would you fancy doing this? And, yeah. and each of us kind of chiming in with a wee bit. It's, it's worked out really well. I think we've all had fairly similar ideas. I don't think there's been anything we've really got stuck on at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, even bringing John Tucker into the mix as yeah, well, that was fine. just kind of... Congratulations um, to John, I, I, by the way, for the little... Yeah, 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 big congrats. Congratulations. Big congrats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even bringing him in, it was just kind of... It was, it was all still discussed, you know. Um, you got a letter was... page in this one? No, no. no. not yet. Okay, because you've no. sent me a letter for my new comic, which is I read out to Falpy the other day. Found very <laughs> hilarious. It wasn't. It wasn't me. Oh yeah, sorry. Was, you forwarded uh... it from somebody else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, forwarded from uh, a pal, Burnfield. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Thanks, guys. Brilliant. So, um, thank you. Where can we, Dave? Where can we find you, mate? You can Google Fed Egg Comics, and you'll find me that way. Good. You're a busy man. Tay Bridge on the way now, is it? Or Tay Bridge is in the can. Oh, nice. Oh, good. I, I would. Tay Bridge is 100% done. Nice. Good. Um, and so I'm doing other things now. I'm doing a pandemic comic. <laughs> I'm doing a. I'm doing a sci-fi lockdown. <laughs> pandemic comic yeah see for most people i'd go oh christ are you but you i know it's going to be completely off the wall and different so <laughs> i can't wait to see that mate yeah it's got flying saucers on it <laughs> good stuff and tom what what can we expect from the podcast i tuned in the other day to listen and um it was the one i'd heard already from the lake so you re- you put that one out again didn't you so um what have you, yeah. what have you got coming up um we're actually, do you know what, for the first time in uh, a few years, I'm actually taking a month or so break to build up some episodes. Right, okay. Because, yep. because as as you know, we just, we, we kind of used to just meet up in the kitchen or whatever, record them, and then I'd put them out. But we had a backlog for ages. Yeah. But um, there was loads of breaks in between and, and bits and bobs that were done. And obviously, while well, the pandemic and everything, we've kind of surfed through all the episodes. So now... It's you know we're still meeting kind of monthly and not bi-weekly, so it's, it, I, I still want to keep it bi-weekly. So I'm gonna hold off until probably in the next year. I said December, but probably hold off until next year. We'll maybe put a Christmas episode out. Um, but I'm I think I'm gonna start up the um, creator conversations again okay. with some yep. choice people, and we've we've got a couple of episodes that we've got planned to come up, but we're still going. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're still course, recording, yeah. recording and everything. It's just. Um, getting a chance to put up and also I've lagged behind on YouTube for a while on the episode so I wouldn't mind actually getting a number of them reposted onto YouTube so okay. that they were all up there for everybody to kind of take yeah, in. Yeah some people just, um, don't, just do YouTube don't they? There's It's a thing isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly and we I mean we're up to god I think we're up to like episode 70 odd now or something but on YouTube it's still back in like the 30s. Right. So, so I wouldn't mind actually getting more of them up. So, just I'm kind of just plugging away, but I'm, I'm still doing bits and bobs myself, and I'm, I'm kind of finding it difficult to get the time. So, okay. I just thought, you know what, take a take a couple of months and and just give myself some some space. I wasn't going to make some big announcement about it. Or no, anything. No, no, I, I think just people gonna... just listen when it lands. That's how I kind of you yeah. know, auto auto downloads on my phone and. I'll listen to it when it comes up and the next, you know, oh, they're back. Oh, I'm going to listen to that. It's like that. But I know you do the lakes as well. And the lakes took a little break just because Ian and Nicky were moving, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it worked out well for them as well. They got a kind of a chance to regroup and yeah. and uh, get sort of new new bits and bobs put in place and, and just kind of 
get their head around everything a wee bit more and, and stuff. So yeah, if it, do you know what? If it worked for them, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, good shot. You know? Yeah, yeah. Nobody's yeah. playing us. Let's face it. You know. No, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's the other thing. There is the guilt that comes in where you start thinking, oh god, I'm going to miss it every week, and then you think, no, it's just me that's doing it. Come on, yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does it. We're, we're, we're comic comic readers. We're OCD by nature, on me. I suppose we we. It plays in our mind if we don't do one every whatever it is we decided yeah. we do it at. But yeah, yeah, no, I get you. No, it's good stuff, man. You know, Always one of my first you know lessons. What, yeah. Oh, thank you, dude. Um, do you know what, man? It's it's um. There's also the extra thing of in doing that, I kind of lag back on reading. Yeah. So I, I would like to get a bit more reading time in, so I've got a bit more to bloody talk about at the end of the day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I get you. So, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, well, sometimes on a Sunday, I'm like, I don't really want to talk about anything I've read so far, so I'm like desperately trying to find something on a Sunday morning. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. do it for fun. And this has been fun. Where can people find you, Tom, and and also the podcast? Uh, you can find me at the podcast, um, Twitter and Instagram at that comic smell. Um, just like Dave, if you type in Google that comic smell, it usually comes up with everything like our Spotify, uh, YouTube, I, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean, all all the yeah. usual places, SoundCloud, all that kind of jazz. Um, but yeah, just keep an eye out for the for the comic coming. Good. Um, yeah, can't wait, we'll, man. We'll try and. Yeah, we'll try and update it as much as we can when we when we get new developments. I'll I'll keep putting little teaser panels out there and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, good stuff. And the Tay Bridge Dave. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, very good. Thanks, Tony. Good, mate. Okay, guys, and um, I'll say goodbye now, and we'll continue speaking in just a second. Cheers, guys. Thanks for that. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Thank you.